You're listening to The Swingdom, the champion podcast of the year. Two guys, 28 clubs, zero putts given, with your hosts, Ben Ridner and Gunnar Kane. Hello, citizens of The Swingdom, and welcome to Quail Hollow Resort. Today we're doing a special episode. This is a mid-tournament, post-cut, Saturday morning episode. We wanted to see if you guys would like these better. Um, also, because I fell asleep before our usual recording time on Wednesday, so my apologies for that. I am Ben. I am one of the two hosts of The Swingdom. I'm here with my best golfing buddy, Gunner. He is the other half of the two host mm-hmm. part of The mm-hmm. Swingdom. Perfectly uh, eloquated. Thank you. Thank you. So we are here in the in the Swingdom of Golf this week. Like I said, we've left our... Uh, portal our dimension of 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 golf wonderfulness or yes. all this or where all of the citizens have driver's licenses that state what degree driver they use and we are here we are here in is it it's i think it's north carolina isn't it yes yeah now we're gonna go over the news this week the news is is primarily super league related Golf Super League related. We've got some other feel good stories. Um, and yeah, and then we're going to talk about our scores from last week at mm-hmm. the Valspar, how nobody saw Sam Burns winning that from a mile out. And then uh, we're going to get on to the first two rounds of Quail Hollow and talk about our picks. Yeah. It, well, just to touch on you falling asleep, it's important for everybody to know there's a five hour time difference. Yeah. Sleep is, well, also sleep is important. So usually so, he's like, I get off of work at 4.30 and I'm like, okay, that's 9.30. So I usually end up like recording and editing between like 9.30, 10 o'clock to like midnight. So yeah. that's usually later than I stay up. And like I said, if you haven't checked out uh, Longlands Dartmoor on Instagram, that's my wife's Instagram. You can see all of the work we've been doing on the house, but that has been taking up primarily the majority of my uh, of my time this week and why I'm so bone tired. We're doing a lot of uh, housework. So mm-hmm. I've got to get back to the range. I've been playing a decent amount of golf. I won my uh, best ball tournament on Sunday mm-hmm. and I won my singles match on Saturday. Killing it. So that was fun. That was fun. Um, and yeah. And so got a bit more golf coming up, tournament golf coming up this week. I need to figure out how to, um, Get it on the Instagram. I need to be like, this is me playing golf on Instagram, but yeah, we'll see how that all works out. Uh, so yeah. So you want to get into the news this week? Yeah, go for it. I'm going to do the feel good stuff and then we'll rant and rave about, oh, excuse me. Sorry about that. Uh, we'll rant and rave about the PGA uh, hating on this new super league. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. I would say first bit of good news is we find out that, Ricky Fowler actually went over to Tiger Woods' house to watch the Masters this week, or not this week, uh, four weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Says, yep, went over there, hung out, yeah. watched the Masters. Tiger's, golf Tiger's golf clubs are still in his living room, so he's thinking about golf constantly. <laughs> I guess his living so. room's probably big enough to have golf clubs in it. Yeah, I mean, so this is like, I guess this is the cool thing for me, is that they're watching it as if they've played the course. This is something I want to do really bad. Like I want to go play TPC Sawgrass two or three times in a row. And then every year at the players, I can be like, I would have played that shot, but like, we don't really get that opportunity. So 
Mm-hmm. So I think we've got to make that happen soon. Um, if anybody wants to donate some air miles and some golf rounds at TPC Sawgrass, we would more than appreciate it. Um, I know like in England, you could do that just about at any course. Like I really want to go play St. Andrews. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, and I think at some point we are going to just go up there, sit on the steps of the RNA, you know, Capitol building and just wait for them to call our number and just play the old course at St. Andrews, which would be an absolutely, absolutely lovely time. Um, so, yeah, they said that basically like Augusta doesn't normally play that firm and fast, but they would have absolutely loved to have played it. Uh, Ricky, who's played it, I imagine more than 10 times. Augusta? Uh, like, well, I mean, he's been, he's been in the masters at least 10 times. Oh yeah. I mean, like, I know he's played the course like three or four times every time he's been out there. Um, but no, I'm saying like specifically like the amount of times he's been in the tournament. Cause he's like 28. I think this is the first time I think it's been 10 years. I think he's played in it at least 10 years and tiger who's been playing in it for just about 40 years. So, so that's interesting. Um, I thought it was kind of cool. Like I think, I think, Tiger definitely is more accepting of the youngsters who look up to him than the old mm-hmm. guys who sort of didn't think he could do it. Oh, yeah. Like, I think he likes a lot more being the Tiger Woods that Ricky Fowler, Justin Thomas, Jason Day, all those guys look up to than being the golfers that like David Duvall, um, Phil Mickelson, Steve Stricker, like those guys. Uh, Justin Leonard like hated <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because he was just winning like, you know, 25% of the time out. I think even at one point it was like 30 or 40% cause he didn't like he's, he was, he was just winning that much. Yeah. Um, yeah. 10 times Ricky's yeah. been in the masters. Yep. Okay, cool. Um, so we're going to move on to other cool stories. Ian Poulter, who you absolutely hate. That's true. Yeah, you you do hate him. He's um he's like got it. his son on the bag this week at Quail Hollow. Oh yeah. No. Oh, sweet, sweet. When when Gavin goes pro, are you gonna make him sweet be your? Poultry. Are you gonna make him make you his caddy? No. No, but I will make him be my caddy for some things. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Fair enough. Fair enough. So I think I always think that's cool when like. Like Stuart sank one two weeks ago with his son on the bag. Like, it's just mm-hmm. cool. Like you get to a certain point where you're like, I'm on tour. Like I, I'm not going to have a lot of experience. I missed a lot of time with my family practicing golf. Let's keep the family together. So that's cool. Um, and then this is my favorite story of the week. I think we talked about her last week. Uh, who? Amy Bockerstedt. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. She's Gary Woodland's friend who made a par on 16. Oh, yes, we did. Yes, we did. She's playing. Uh, she, she's making history as the first player with Down syndrome to play in the NCAA championships in any oh, sport. That's awesome. So f- flipping cool. It is I'm really so cool. excited for her. That is absolutely, absolutely so cool. So much fun. We wish her the best of luck this weekend. And, uh, and we'll probably let you know how she did next week. But now is she there on a special exemption or is she? No, I think she made it. Hmm. I think she made it. I don't think it's a special exemption. I don't think Gary Woodland called the NCAA. Who knows? Well, that's what let's let's. So that's, those are my three feel good stories. Do you have any good stories? Uh, no, I don't. 
Not for me. Sorry. Become the uh, will play with her Paradise Valley Community College teammates at the NJCAA National Championship May 10th through 13th at Plantation Bay Golf and Country Club in Ormond Beach, Florida. Uh, Bockerstead is the first person with Down syndrome to enter a collegiate athletic scholarship to sorry to earn a college athletic scholarship, and she became a viral sensation before sinking her uh, at the 2019 Phoenix Open. Um, the foundation is partnered with special skills. It doesn't say anything about it being a special, so I don't think it is. I imagine if she's a scholarship athlete at her community college. Hmm. Like, that's What's awesome. The school? the school is Paradise Valley Community College. Hmm. All right. And uh, I didn't realize this, but her and her family started a charity called the I Got This Foundation. Yes. Yeah, I've <laughs> because seen a lot about that's, that. She goes, I got this. And then she dropped an eight foot putt. So let's get to the big news this week. Which is more discussion of the PGL. Mm-hmm. Is that what we're calling it? The Professional Golf League? Yeah, I think that's exactly what it's called. Yeah. So my boy, Jay Monahan. Um. <laughs> Yeah, Jay, Jay Moynihan. Nope, moaning, That's... moaning. He says if any player joins the PGL, they will be suspended and quite possibly expelled from the PGA. You know, it's... I'm not going to lie. It's pro- probably, probably... You know, okay. Let me walk back before I've even said it. Remember two weeks on, ago when you were like, I, I don't want to become those people who just hate on the PGA. Tour. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. So, so I can see myself having two different opinions about this. Okay. It's like if, um, Brian Harmon went to the PGL and the PGA tour was like off, you're off. I'd be yeah. like, that's the PGA tours. Right. And if, if Justin Thomas went to the PGL and they were like, off. I'd be like, how could you do this? Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's sort of like, it's, and I don't think that's fair. It's no. not fair for me to, to feel that way, but I think it's, you know, it is, it is, so it is okay for them to do, I guess if you know, and it's definitely a power move. Why they're number one, they're independent contractors. Yeah. Um, I understand it's a television show, but mm-hmm. the PGA should want the best players there at all times. Yeah. So let's say the top 10 golfers in the world Uh decide to play 20 tournaments at the PGL every year. Mm -hmm. Um, What's that? That's Dustin, John Rom, Justin Thomas, Bryson, um, Colin Morikawa. Those are just like, imagine those guys all say, yeah, like, my pockets are not deep enough yet. I want to go to the PGL, which is insane. But yes, yeah, which is like I, that's the. I mean, I think there's two reasons to go. One is like I. Um, so let's get into this. So yeah, so Jay Moan Yahan. Uh-huh. See what I did there? I see. Go moaning. So he he wants to get rid of it. Um, JT came out and said, "This is his second week being public about things. Last week it was about the." the Twitter championship. 
Look, I told you, I told you, speaking of the Twitter championship, speaking of the player uh, impact program. Yeah. The, the, the fact Justin Thomas is not stupid. He's no. stupid things, but he's not stupid. So the fact, the fact that that he, went viral, he said that and it went viral. And it yeah, goes I viral. Know. So <laughs> we all saw, we all saw what he was doing there. So yeah. then the PGA tour had to come out. I know I'm digressing here, but the PGA tour had to come out and said, no, it's, it's positive influence. <laughs> it's positive attention. And so that made me feel better though, because Bryson DeChambeau's got no shot because nobody yeah. likes him. <laughs> well, how do you like this? Is the thing is how do you how do you like so at the end of the day, it's not objective then it is subjective. Oh, it's totally subjective. So, so like say this nice is, things and it's got to go viral. This is the PGA tour saying we're going to pick our 10 favorite players Who and makes give them good yeah. and give them an extra 40 million dollars. Um, so Justin Thomas comes out, like you were saying, and is vocal about the PGL. Yes, he's vocal about the PGL. No, he doesn't want to go. The next day, your boy, Phil Mickelson, Phil comes, the, the Thrill comes out and says, it's not a bad idea. Yeah, like, the PGA Tour champions didn't say he was going to be kicked off. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, I, also, he's he's got an exemption to the U.S. Open this year. Uh-huh. He didn't qualify for, it, but he's got an exemption to the U.S. Open this year. Yeah. Um, and he's like, "Oh, I'm not sure if I'm going to take it." I'm like, "Yeah, you are. Yeah, you're totally yeah, taking you it. You're leading the, the you first need. round at Quail Hollow. You're definitely taking it. It's get, the only one you need. It's yeah. the only one you need. Yes, you're going to you're, get it. You're going to take it forever. Yeah, you're <laughs> going to take it till you like till till you and John Daly are sharing a golf buggy. <laughs> like you are going to take it. You are going to go. Um, right. John Daly with the superb beard going on. I know. Oh my uh, god, he looks like Santa Claus. He, like he, he looks, looks, he looks like how everybody thinks Santa Claus should look, except he's got a vape pen and a Coors Light. I didn't know a Diet Coke. <laughs> you can't pull fat. You can't. Uh, I'm working on that right now. I'm loving that theory. Um. And then today, I think yesterday as well, Ricky uh-huh. Fowler comes out and says the, the the idea of the PGL is interesting. So I think I understand where the PGL is going to fit in. It's like the superstars of the last decade. Yeah. So like we're going to see like Adam Scott, Jason Day, Ricky Fowler, maybe Jordan Spieth. You know, I could definitely see Ricky Fowler playing because he cannot hack it as of late with the PGA Tour players. No, 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 no. Let me let me give the PGA Tour. Let me give at least Jay Monahan some credit here. Yeah, I understand, and maybe this isn't why he's saying it. I don't know what's in his head, but if he's putting down this this limit, like, hey, this is a hard. You, this is, sounds like there's he's drawing a line in the sand, which I always think a is a line. bad idea. Well, but if you think about it. He does it. He do, if if you have players going out and playing twenty more events, and God forbid one of them gets hurt, then that lowers the quality of your product. Yeah, but the other side of that is like so. So there are three majors uh-huh. that have nothing to do with the PGA Tour. Well, they're counted in the PGA Tour. So yeah, but they don't like they don't decide who does and does not get in, invited. Right. Like the like the British the British Open the Open Championship. 
Like yeah, that's... but you're talking about the RNA, the PGA, and the USGA, and the Masters. Fight. And the well, yeah, and the Masters. So I'm saying, that's like, if you join club. the PGL, you're still going to be eligible. Number one, you're still going to have a World Golf ranking. Mm-hmm. They can't pull you from the World Golf ranking because that's not PGA. That doesn't matter to the PGA. I mean, it does sort of like, like just, you know what I mean? Cause like they, they basically like spouting out on social media. Who's like how that affects weeks to week, but the PGA doesn't have anything to do with that. That's literally who's playing the best golf at that moment. In oh, time. I guess the, the official world golf ranking does take in like state championships and stuff. Yeah. 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 And they, well, they take in the European tour and in they take leagues. in all the majors, Yeah, but like the masters invites who they want to invite. Mm-hmm. And like they work with the PGA tour, but the masters invites the top 60 players in the OWGR. Mm-hmm. So if you get banned from the PGA, are you also getting banned from the OWGR? No, I don't think so. Like same with like the British open and the USGA, like, you know, you know, you know, this right now, you know, this, mm-hmm. you know, the USGA is already making deals with the PGL. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, have to be. Yeah, they have to be. I, like, I think it's a good the, idea. The because US Golf Association has no shame. No, they have no shame. No they will, shame they will do the course setup. Do They'll do the course <laughs> setup worldwide 18 times a year. They're I will love the PGL, it. And they're saying, how low do you want these guys to get? I want to see the USGA <laughs> set up like set up a par three golf course. Oh, it would be impossible. And it'd just be like the stint meter is reading a thousand. <laughs> like, <laughs> it would look like you and me playing a uh, like playing schoolhouse nine. Yeah, it, <laughs> That's would. What it would look like. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I would love I would love, love, love if they like triple rolled the greens <laughs> and yeah. dropped sand in it and did the whole nine. And we're just like, good luck. If you don't get it in the hole, if it's not a hole in one, it's a seven. It's a seven, right? <laughs> it's it's seven. an ace or nothing. But I would love it. Like if the USGA set up these events, I don't think it's a bad idea. Number one, I think it's great for worldwide golf. Number two, uh, like I know that the the PGA and the senior tour have a direct relationship, mm-hmm. but I think the PGL is a great middle ground. And I think they should basically, it's like, okay, like we build up your stardom through the PGA. The PGA is still the most important thing. They're doing enough of these, the matches. Mm-hmm. Like, why not just expand the match and go to courses we've never seen before and just bring 20 guys instead of four? I wonder if I wonder if those matches kind of inspired the thought of yes. the PGA. Yeah, yeah. I can do I can see that two years ago, three years ago in Las Vegas with Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson stood in front of a glass case of $10 million. Somebody somewhere said, why don't we schedule these out? Why don't we do this? Why don't we do this every, every week? And so he said, Oh, every week's too much. Okay. Why don't we do it once and a half times a month? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, why once don't we do every it? three weeks? Let's yeah. Just like do this. let's just once every two or three weeks, let's do this. Oh, holidays. Yeah. So let's do it every two weeks and let's just do this. And like, there's enough money in, TV rights uh-huh. to get us $400 million, which is what we need to get this done. And there's enough money. What? Uh, speaking of TV, where would they show this? Are they going to show it on the golf channel? No, it'll go pay-per-view. Golf channel, 
It would be all pay per view. It'd be all pay per view, just like the first match was. It was like it was like forty, wasn't it? Like forty dollars to watch, and then Barstool screwed it up, so everybody was, watched it for free. It was twenty dollars. Yeah, yeah. But how many people watched it? A bajillion. Yeah. So like that's what I'm saying. So like I'm curious. I'm gonna look it up. Keep talking. What are you talking? How much it was, or how much? How many people how many watched people it? Watched? Um. So, so yeah, no, I like, I think it's a genius idea. I think it's a great place for people like Ricky Fowler, Jason day, Adam Scott to flitter back and forth between their PGA exemptions and like keeping their faces out there for their media partnerships. Like, I don't think it's a bad Mm -hmm. place for that. Um, You know, like there's like, if you're getting exemptions to, Wells Fargo, Bay Hill, um, the Copperhead, uh, Blue Monster, Doral. Like if you're getting if you're getting invited to actual tour events, like you'll go to the you will go to the PGA tour events over the PGL because you want you want that ten million dollar you want to be the FedEx Cup championship. Like like and I get that. So I don't like the thing is 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 the PGL is never going to be able to compete with the prestige of the PGA, right? But I think it's like, I think this is perfectly fair and reasonable for them to be like, these are these are entertaining gatherings of the best golfers in the world and we're paying them stupid money and we're making money and everybody's making money. And I think the PGA is just mad that they didn't think of it first. Yeah, I think you're right. Like so I think they're, and it doesn't help that they're now getting caught out with this $40 million project Twitter play, whatever it is, or there's a fly there. Um, and I think it's a really bad look. We talked about this, this a little bit this week, which is like you are now, and this might be smart in terms of marketing and media, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's good for kids to be driven straight into social media at a young age, because that is going to be a factor on who gets exemptions and who doesn't. So real quick, <clears throat> the match, the first match got 750,000 unique pay-per-view views. Okay. At 20 bucks a piece, that's $15 million. So not a lot compared to the $10 million purse, but I'm sure the production. That's, but that's like, that's like, it's probably dollars. like, I was going to say it's Vegas. So they have enough to do like, you know what I mean? Production was probably another like two or 3 million. Yeah. So, and that's like, that's, they made, that's. Like, and they probably made another five or ten million in advertising. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so like, I'm sure they made somewhere between twenty five and thirty million on that. Yeah, something. And, and I was gonna say that's and, just pay per view, pay per view subscriptions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to your point about the kids, hundred percent. You're hundred percent right. Plus, and I was just talking to my wife about this the other day. Yesterday, as a matter of fact. People are so inclined to go look at your social media and pick out any sort of problem that you might have on social media. And when you encourage kids, kids, hey, for the record, kids are dumb. Kids do dumb things. <laughs> I was okay? going to say like they're vulnerable and like no, they're, that they're vulnerable and they're like and they're still learning things. They make bad choices. Yeah. Kids make bad choices. They're yeah. going to make bad choices. And if you're like. You want to make it in this profession, you better be 100% clean, 
uh, no, 100% transparent. And if you make a, if you make a bad choice in the moment that could at 14, that could, that could wipe your career. Like away. what happens? Yeah. Like if how many NCAA golfers were like pro Trump and like that in 10 years could go horribly wrong. No, yeah. Well, it could be like a 16 year old, not pro Trump. What I'm saying, I mean pro Trump specifically. Let me apologize for like, that to anybody. Um, but like, even if like they were pro Obama, and that goes terribly wrong. What I'm trying to say is like, is is like it's going to be a lot of like, don't get political. Stick to your sport. And they're like, I'm 14. Like, like this is a platform for me to talk to my friends and and say what I'm thinking. Right. It's. it's but yeah, kids are dumb. I'm kids, still dumb. Yeah, but kids kids do dumb things. So like, let's let's imagine an 18 year old and. He's a senior in high school and he's hanging out with his friends and he tries a beer. And for some reason that ends up on social media. Yeah. He's drinking underage. Well, this is sort of the thing that bothers That's me. That's what 18 year olds do. This is they the try thing that, beers. Yeah. This is the thing that bothers me the most. And Don't I'm not drink underage. I, no, That's I'm not even getting I'm into saying. that. I'm not even getting into that. I'm gonna, I, like, there are two points I want to make. One is um, the NCAA, like, made an example of a very famous YouTube golfers because they accepted money for playing golf. Yeah. I, the PGA. Yeah. Like, so if you make enough, if you get enough subscribers to get noticed by the PGA, um, and then they want to use you for different things like that automatically skips you out from one of the best, coolest, most fun experiences of your life, which is, College athletics. Yep, because you've automatically turned pro. Because you've automatically turned pro without your knowledge, or or in which I think is even dumber is the PGA is saying it like the PGA didn't say, by the way, by accepting this money, you're giving up your eligibility. No, they don't care. They don't care. Yeah, it's like um, it's like the 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 women's um, uh, soccer amateur. team amateur. No, the the women's the Augusta women's amateur. Yeah. So they had all they had these gift bags for players that included like from Tiffany's from Tiffany and Company, right? All yeah. like like platinums, like keychains and yeah. belt clips. It valued at like I want to say a thousand dollars a piece. Yeah, and most of those players were not allowed to take them because if they accepted that gift as a welcome gift. And they lost their college eligibility and they couldn't go back to school. So what are like, what is the, the day? What is the PGA? Like, what are the masters doing then? Are they saying, look, like, let's put these out as like a, a to make us look good, but know that nobody's going to take them. Yeah, it has to be. Oh my God. They just send them back, melt them yeah. down and reuse them. I was going to say the other thing that like we, and we saw this over the last 10 years, but I want to say specifically like in, in the early 2010s when like Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff became really popular. We mm -hmm. saw a ton, a ton of college athletes and professional athletes getting barred from their sports for racially charged, politically charged, um, and like sexist charge. What, what's the word I'm looking for? Anti-feminism charged behavior. And like that one thing affected their entire lives afterwards. And that was before we had any idea what social media was capable of. Mm -hmm. So that's like, what I'm saying. Like now, I don't, now I don't that love stuff, this. And then that stuff is considered 
charged. It's stupid stuff that kids do. It's yeah. dumb stuff that kids do. We saw this with Justin Thomas. Now, Justin Thomas is not in the right, but we talked a lot about this. That was that was obviously a word that he used regularly and doesn't probably doesn't mean it the way the word is intended to be I used. He, I think that he used it exactly the way the word is intended, which is demeaning, demeaning somebody because of their sexuality. I don't think in the moment, though, like he's not, you know, he he wouldn't be calling himself that. And he, and the ball obviously has no sexuality. I it's, I think it's, I think it's used in place of, I think he means it when he says it, if he were to say it about somebody, but I think in the moment that was his way of calling himself stupid or whatever, which is super yeah, negative. I know, and I like, and but I this get is that, but do. that's, they, that's they what makes it even stupid, more wrong for me. Stuff. It's like, it's like, just then just say stupid. Bro, I'm, I'm totally with, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to clear Justin Thomas. What I'm saying no. is at, at all. But what he's I'm, already on tour. Like imagine is, is imagine if Gavin put that on his Instagram and somebody saved it's over. it. It's, it's over. over. Absolutely over. There's no chance for him. No. At all. So Gavin's never done that, just to clear clear the Well, air. I also am the only one who posts to his Instagram. Good. You, well, then you definitely don't do it. It's edited. So. Um, all right. Oh, welcome you, to the swing dumb. Did you want to talk about this uh, one major winners thing, or do you want to save this? Let's save it. Uh, we'll talk. We maybe we'll talk about it a little bit at, in in at Quail Hollow. It's just really got to do with sort of like Keegan Bradley's come out of nowhere over the last four weeks. Uh huh. And I not only was I surprised to see him sort of like in the top twenty, I was surprised to see that he was still on tour. There is a lot of eye-opening information in the thing that I put together just from the past 10 years. Since 2010, a ton of eye-opening. And I did what we don't like to do. I compared everything to Tiger Woods, which I think is incredible. Okay. Okay. Um, well, then do you want to talk about Valspar? Do you want to talk about Valspar quickly? Let's talk about Valspar. We can save this one major thing. I was just... Yeah, let's save it for a day. With like, I, I have a feeling next week there's not going to be any news. Keegan Bradley <laughs> currently T twenty four at Wells Fargo. Guess who picked uh, that guy? Not you. I yes, didn't. Yes, yeah, you did. I did. You shouldn't have. All right. <laughs> I should have picked Phil. <laughs> oh wait, I did. <laughs> yeah, but Rory's winning. Ah, oh, let's get into the Valspar. Okay. Um, Valspar. That was. Uh, Last month, it was it was a golf about it was a golf about paint. Yeah, it was paint. <laughs> it was paint. It was the paint championships. <laughs> this is why I turn my camera off sometimes. Why? All right. So I had Justin Thomas, Dustin Johnson, Patrick Reed. My long shot was Doc Redmond to finish in the top twenty. I had Patrick Reed being the top Georgia alum. And I had Phil beating Bubba Watson, uh, Justin Thomas, T13, and Dustin Johnson, T48. Patrick Reed really let me down, as yeah. usual. Uh, he, lets, he lets the whole golf world down. Uh, he got cut, so I lose out on him and uh, my prop bet. Doc Redmond, T39, so I got nothing. And uh, Phil did not beat Bubba Watson. No. In fact, I believe he got cut. Uh 
I did not do well last week at all. It was a bad day. It was a bad week. Uh, 547 total points for me. Mm. You had Corey Connors, Victor Hovland, and Paul Casey going T21, tied for third for Victor Hovland, and T21 again for Paul Casey. You had Michael Visaki making the cut. He did not. He's in it again this week. You got an exemption this week. No, that's next week. You got an exemption next week. You got an exemption for next week. Yeah, but he's not in it this week. Um, (laughs) We are the best garage radio show on golf that there is. 100%. Your prop bet, though, this was interesting. You had the winner parring the snake pit on Sunday. He did one under, one under on the snake pit, and everybody was dying on 18. Did I get, did I get, do I get points for that or? Yeah. Yeah, you get, yeah, because it's, it's par better. Par better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to at least par the snake pit. Yeah. I would have given you like, that would have been like a thousand to one odds for you to get it exactly right. Um, it was amazing. They went one under and you were just like, just be like, no, nope. No. <laughs> no, you got to get it right. You didn't get it right. He went one under uh, and you had Bubba beating Phil, which he did. So that puts you at a total of 1,455 points for last week. Uh I'm losing really bad. I'm okay. really, really losing after. I think that's two straight weeks of just awful picks. Yeah, I, you. My you video froze. Oh, it sure did. With a nice smile. But I, I'm just going to leave that. Okay. <laughs> and I'm back. All right. Hey. <laughs> Sorry about that. You're really <laughs> cheesing. I thought you were just so proud of yourself. That's three straight weeks of getting blowed up. So. Yeah. I'm I'm trying my best, but it doesn't look good so far. But that's the Valspar. I mean, it it, it, it you know, like you said, Sam Burns. I didn't I didn't see that coming. No. Um, what do you Nobody have about did. it? Because I just focused on scores. Yeah. Ugh. I I didn't. No, I didn't have much on it. Like, it's. We're very choosy about what we pay super attention to. Well, we pay like, and I think, I think we are. The thing is, I assume this is the case is like when you do this professionally, which we don't do, you pay attention to everything, literally everything. And you watch every round and you do like, if we worked for like CBS sports or something like, or NBC sports or somebody hired us to do it. Like I would have every round recorded and I'd probably watch it twice and take notes. Oh yeah. hundred percent. You know, I'd put like an eight hour day in Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I tried to get all my notes in. Like I would try to do everything like. And then when it comes to like if it came to the Masters, I'd watch it three or four times every day. Mm-hmm. Like I would I would have four TVs and I'd be watching not only that, I'd be watching each group uh-huh. and I'd have it all recorded and I'd make it all do what I wanted to do. And it would be all amazing because we don't do this professionally like. The Valspar somewhere to me, it's like, it reminds me a bit of the John Deere. Mm-hmm. Like it's somewhere between the chicken championship. Like I get that it's in the middle of the, of the East coast swing. I get that. It's like fun and everything. It's two weeks after the masters. And I like everybody, like once the masters start, I feel mm-hmm. like we're just waiting or it's like masters. Okay. Then we've got the, is the USGA in June? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
then the RNA, then the PGA in August or September. And then we've got the FedEx Cup. So like for me in order, it is sort of like, like mass, like it's majors. Then I go to like FedEx Cup playoffs. Then I go to like Jack and Arnie's place, uh, tournament of champions, like things that are slightly fun and different. And then it's sort of like the Valspar's, the John Deere's, like these major American backed tournaments. And then it's sort of like the winter. Right. So that's me in order. Valspar, no, just like, for me, it was like, I didn't see Sam Burns winning it. He wins by two. Yeah. And he wins like $1.2 million. $1.2 million richer. And he's, and he's exempt for the next two years on the PGA Tour. That's it. We'll see Sam, Sammy Burns. Um, I think only two players from the top 10 were in that tournament. Um, it was Justin Thomas, obviously, was in there. Yeah. And Dustin Johnson, Victor Hovland. I think Victor Hovland is. I don't think he is top 10. Is he not top 10? Not OWGR. He might be top mm-hmm. 10, like, ranking. But I don't Patrick think he's been Reed. on. Yeah. Patrick Reed was in there. So three. Yeah. You can hear how excited we are about it. But to be fair, like, these are just ones that I like picking. I like picking them because they're fun. They're fun to pick. Yeah. But I don't like, I like watching Sunday. If if we only paid attention, if we only talked about the tournaments that we liked. The a lot most, less shows. You would never hear from us, which you might like. I don't you'd, know. you'd hear from us. Eight times, <laughs> you'd hear from us 18 times a year because we'd be just watching the PGL. <laughs> we'll get we'll get banned from the pga <laughs> big money yeah all right you ready for said reed yeah all right it's time for us to put down our bag and hear from our sponsors did you hear that hello did you can you hear me You need hearing aids. You do. Yeah, you need hearing aids. Um, you know, you know when you get your driver's license for the swingdom, mm. um, you have to like you have to do a, a you have to do a seeing test and a hearing test. Yeah, that's true. And that hearing test um comes in the form of when you hit driver, uh-huh, can you tell when it hits the sweet spot? Uh-huh. And if you pass that, it then says, check, check, good, good hearing, no hearing check. aids necessary. And then on the back, it says, if lost, please send this card to Belltone Hearing Aid Centers of New Jersey. <laughs> uh, and if you do lose your card, you want it back, you can call them at 732-888-9000 or 732-493-0900. Uh, uh, don't forget, they give you a free hearing test when you use the code word golf. They also give you a free pack of batteries. Coach Joe will hook you up with the best hearing aids that science and technology have, have smushed to together all at once. And yeah, so if, if you couldn't hear that or you want to hear more golf or you want to pass your hearing test for the Swingdom's driver's license. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of- a lot of clicks and finger guns in this episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To be fair, <laughs> I, uh, has any like nobody sent us videos of them passing the driver's test? Yeah, nobody sends us anything. <laughs> no, they don't. 
Um, all right. So we're going to get back to the show then. <laughs> Call 732-888-9000 or um, 732-493-0900. Check out belltonejerseyshore.com. Use the code word golf, a free pack of cell phone, watching, battery packs, whatever. And, um, and yeah, we'll catch you on the flippy floppy. Yep. And now to your hosts, Ben Ridner and Gunnar Kane. Wow, what a great read. Very nice. Pew, 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 pew. Big news, big news, big news alert. Big news alert. I got an Apple Watch for my birthday. Bow, 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 bow. And I've, I've already cracked the screen. Oh, you did already? No, no, I've got a case for it. Oh, okay. You broke the case. I broke ah. the case. I made sure all of my watch faces are in Swingdom Green. Oh, very good. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. But you did break the case. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've been working on the house. I'm just glad I bought a case or otherwise it'd be the phone. I bought like six cases for them. They're like three quid each. I'm like, yep, just smashing those up. But the coolest thing about the Apple Watch, the reason I got it as opposed to getting, I wanted to get like a Garmin GPS watch. Uh huh. But instead, I've got the Arcos app on my phone. So I got it so I can do the Arcos from my watch on my phone, which makes me super, super happy when I'm playing golf because I can just like ping, ping, ping. And I've got the, stuff. I've yeah. got the caddy setting. Uh-huh. So not only does it give me the actual yardage, it gives me yardages with wind, elevation, and it tells me what club to hit on my wrist. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And this is not an advertisement because it is a hundred dollars a year mm. just for that service, which is a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Stupid. A lot of it's too much money. Have you gotten better? No. Yes. No. Money well spent. Yeah, I, to be fair, I think I have gotten better. I, I like I said, I we're it's we're at the point in spring where everybody's just sort of getting the rust off, aren't they? Mm-hmm. So like I'm still getting the rust off. I'm getting my swing back in shape. Just have a good time doing it all. Um, there it is. Yeah. So I've joined it. I'm joining a new golf club. I've got the Arcos watch, and I think I'm going to get a new 60 degree wedge this week. Oh, you are. Mm-hmm. Speaking of wedges, we still have a 56 degree wedge to give away. Yeah, it's so, a birthday wedge. Yeah, a birthday master's wedge. Yep, from last year. <laughs> so the longer it takes us to get to 5,000, the more valuable this wedge is going to become. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Or I'm just going to send it to Gavin. Yeah, or that. Just he say, hey, Gavin, it. here's a new wedge. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, that is going to be the most listened to episode we ever do. The episode we announce who does like who wins the wedge. <laughs> it finally happened yeah i can't wait to that episode it's gonna be a lot of like so this week on the swing we're gonna be announcing who has won a, a sleeve of golf balls like and a 150 pound wedge wah, 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 wah. we'll tell you right after this and then we'll like do the news and then halfway through the news we're like we're about to tell you who's gonna win <laughs> we'll just make them listen to an hour of the show we're gonna do a really good uh yeah like a really good radio yes <laughs> giveaway yeah We'll be like at 1010. <laughs> We're going to give away this wedge. All right. That's enough of that. Um, so, yeah, check out the Instagram, the YouTube, the Twitch, the Twitter, whatever. 
We do have that wedge still going up. We're at 2,200 mm-hmm. and something followers. So we're getting there at 3,000. We're giving away a box of 12 uh, personalized Swingdom logo golf balls. So try to get mm-hmm. us to 3,000. At 4,000, what, what do you want to give away at 4,000? Mm-hmm. Maybe like maybe we'll give away a golf lesson or something. Yeah. I don't know. Something. Yeah, maybe something. Um, and then... Yeah, and then at five thousand, we're giving away a wedge. I think at ten thousand, I might you know give away my my sky track. <laughs> I don't think so. No, I'm not going to. Um, but so this week we're at Quail Hollow. It is the Quail Hollow Memorial Championship Extravaganza. Sure. No? What's the who's the main sponsor of this? Wells Fargo. It's the oh, Wells, it's Fargo, the Wells Fargo. Mm, we don't have enough money. Oh, we're only a multi-million, billion, trillion-dollar bank. Like, why don't they just like prop up the PGL? They probably are. They. I heard Wells Fargo put all their all their assets in Dogecoin, so they're they're waiting for that to dodgy. It's pronounced dodgy. It's not. Yes. Yes, it is. No. D O G E da G dodgy coins. I don't, I don't trust any pronunciation you say. <laughs> you shouldn't, but I'm going to get somebody to start calling it dodgy. I'm going to. For anything that goes for anything. Yes. I, Pronunciations. I'm not, I'm not even sure that your name is pronounced Ben. It's so Bean. <laughs> Burn. All right. So we're at the Wells Fargo at Quail Hollow. I am on. The 18th fairway, you can see the creek and the bridge next to me and this beautiful bunker. Yep. I am on, I'm on an unidentified hole uh, because this was the best resolution photo I could find. So you've got a pond and you've got a green behind you. I got a lot of bunkers. Yeah. On the right hand side. So that's a bad hole for me. Mm-hmm. My power fade is looking incredible. Is it? Mm hmm. <laughs> I got a real nice controlled slice all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah, but it always slices the same. That's called a power fade. Yeah, yeah. That's a strong fade. Yeah, no, it's a You really, never call really, it a slice. It's, it's a, a really, power fade. really strong <laughs> power fade. All right. So this week at the Wells Fargo, they're playing Quail Hollow Golf Course, which was site of the PGA Championship when Justin Thomas won it four years ago. That's true. Uh, right there I'm not a liar so it is Saturday today so is Saturday al- we've already had the cut yep cut line the cut line ended up at plus two yep uh, fun story Bryson DeChambeau went home at plus two uh, after his round because he figured hey this thing ain't coming back and uh had to turn around and come home or come back. Yeah, come on back. So uh, par is 71. The course is 7,500 yards long. They're playing for the share of $8.1 million. Yeah. That's fun. It is. Um, we made our picks already, though. Do you just want to go through our picks since I forgot who mine are in what order? Yep. So I had John Rahm, who has missed the cut. Um, I had Justin Thomas, uh, who did not miss the cut. Bryson DeChambeau, like I said, who almost missed the cut, but came back. I had Doc Redman as my long shot in T20. He got cut. Yeah. It's not a good week for me. 
Um, and then my prop bet is an East Coaster to win. And we, we're doing a bonus. Sorry, we decided that East Coaster meant like 13 original colonies. We actually and Florida. We we yeah, and Georgia. Georgia is a 13 original colony. I don't think you know what colonies are. Yeah, no, Georgia, Georgia, it's basically like New Hampshire to, to Georgia. I'll give you Maine just because nobody ever has played professional golf from Maine. I'll I'll read them now. I'll read them now. Rhode Georgia, Virginia, New England, Rhode Island. You say New England? Hold on. Yeah, that was a continent. I was like, no, that's like a section of states. Oh, uh, yeah, Georgia. It is. No, New England was a colony. And was that just like Vermont, New Hampshire in those? Mm-hmm. Massachusetts. Okay. It's Georgia to like Vermont. Mm. New Hampshire, for sure. Not sure about uh, Vermont. There's a map. All right, Georgia. All right. So if Keegan Bradley wins, ya. you don't win because he's technically from Vermont. I see you. And you work in education? I see, yeah. Early childhood education. Like Not, the 13, like based, like what, what do you talk about on July 4th? The flag? Hot dogs? Fireworks? What did you talk about in preschool? Did you talk about where the 13 original colonies came from? No. Yeah, of course. No. You were like, this is a B for Ben. This is a big B and a little B. Which one? Do wait, you wait. Use well, okay. So I, when I was like, when I was, I was still in preschool when I was like 10 years old. So we were talking about the colonies. Oh, maybe you should. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did not go into the first grade until I was at least 13. Um, no. <laughs> You're, no, I have yeah, no idea. That's right. You graduated high school this year. I did. Congratulations to me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be wearing my cap and gown next episode, so that'll be fun. Right. Um, All right. I yeah, thought, no, so, so this is this is really interesting. We did our picks on on Wednesday night. We called each other and yeah. did our picks on Wednesday night, which is why we talked about Gavin and social media. And um, the other is really because you normally make six picks. I do. I make six picks, and I picked three picks that were not in your top three. You picked three picks that were not. Oh. Oh, you only had one pick that was even in my list of six. When that was Hovland. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, so you have Victor Hovland, Will Zalatoris. Yeah. Egan Bradley. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will Zalatoris has been cut. You had Max Homa top 10. He's been cut. Yeah. Um, your prop bet is a pro PGL player winning. And we both have a bonus bet of uh, you have Phil beating Rory and I have Rory beating Phil. That didn't look too promising for me as I thought Rory was going to get cut and Phil had a two-stroke lead going into... Th- yeah, uh, but then he loses his mind and he shoots three over, yeah, four, well, three over on three Friday over. And, and Rory shoots lights out 65 on Friday. Yeah, so it is what it is. So now uh, is Rory beating? Rory, I believe, is beating... Yeah, he is, yeah. By one stroke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. T-fifth. Yep. For now. Yay. Feels pretty good, though. Yeah. Especially at Quail Hollow. Mm-hmm. They should have the U.S. Open at Quail Hollow, and then maybe Phil will get it. Yeah. They, they, they should play the U.S. Open at Quail Hollow until Phil retires for good. Well, so, like, this is and part of this is... never play it again. 
This was part of the PGL thing that I was reading, uh-huh. which is basically like the PGA is having a harder and harder time getting golf courses to play at. Like there are fewer and fewer golf courses that have the space for patrons. There are or fewer want to be shut down for three months. And that's, I was going to say, there's a fewer, fewer golf courses who could play 7,200 yards to 7,500 yards. Right. But the biggest thing is, is like you have a place like, um, like Robert Trent Jones, RTJ, you right. know, near us and their members are paying a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah. Like easy, right? Like easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't want their course shut down for three months. No, Gavin plays. Gavin plays with a couple of kids who's who are members at Congressional in Maryland. And their parents, you know, I talked to their parents. Their parents hate it, hated it when they because they're not part of the which they're dumb for not being on board with this. Uh, they don't like my hashtag bring golf back to D.C. Because even the Quicken loans, they were like it was a, it was stressful for them because they couldn't play. Their course was they couldn't even come in. Yeah. So like they couldn't enjoy the pool. They couldn't play tennis because the whole place was shut down um, to get the golf course ready. So it affected. Yeah, that's them. crazy. Now that's well, this is like this is the whole issue, point but... of the TPC courses. Though. The whole point of the TPC courses mm-hmm. is that they are technically sort of like PGA courses that have been designed by whoever to be to be like ready for this at any time um i think in the near future we're just going to see like an upsurge like an like an upsurge in pga actually just buying their own courses and we're mm-hmm. going to see the same tournaments the same courses all the time because i imagine in a place like quail hollow like you don't want to give up your course for three months no and i don't even understand why like like why I can't you play until months. the week before I know you're not playing from the same tee boxes, just closed tee boxes. Yeah. You're not hitting it to the same spots. No. I don't know. Like there's, there's too many divots. Like let pros learn how to play out of divots <laughs> or, or just hire Close it for like a week or 10 days or yeah. Hire 10 guys to go through all the greens the day before the tournament and fix all the pitch marks. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Ridiculous. So it drives me nuts. So I think that's another reason. I think the PGL is probably just going to come in and buy 20 golf courses. <laughs> probably. <laughs> and just be like, yeah, like if you want to be, a, if you want to play here, it's a thousand dollars and like, it's going to be closed from so-and-so date to so-and-so date, but yeah. Okay. So those are our picks for the Wells Fargo championship. Mm-hmm. Um, the first two rounds, I mean, yesterday with Phil cruising, cruising, he um I think he he parred or better the what's it called there? Hmm? They have like a three hole stretch that they've named something wonderful and fun. Mm. Uh, like you know, like there's the snake pit. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it's called. Sixty four. Good night. Um. Eight birdies. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't say it either. They were talking about it when I was on when I was watching it. I think it is sixteen, seventeen, and eighteen. They should call it the ATM. That's what they should call it. Why the ATM line? 
Because, you know, when you go to Wells Fargo, you you go through the ATM. Yeah. That's what they should call it. Oh, it's called the Green Mile. They call it the Green Mile. That's weird. Yes. <laughs> because of the movie? I hope not. I don't. Yeah. I imagine it's just like they're just really, really long holes. Um, yeah, 495 par four. Yeah. 16, 17 is a 240 yard par three, and 18 is a oh my, 480 yard par four. Yeah. That yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at the photos online. Like, it doesn't look like an amazing, amazing golf course. It looks really nice. It's a professional course, at least. Yeah. I'm looking forward to going back to the resort courses. Mm hmm. Those are yeah. nice. Yeah. So, well, that's the Wells Fargo. That is the Wells Fargo. We will get back to you on Wednesday. We'll let you know how the Wells Fargo went. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys have any questions, concerns, comments, thoughts, um, clarifications. clarifications, things to be angry about, reach out to us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Twitch. Uh, our email is the swingdom of golf at gmail.com. That's right. Always um, has been, always will be. Yeah. And uh, and we will let you know if anything happens that, you know, that needs to be talked about here on a podcast, because that's what we do. That's right. So. Cheers. Boom. Cheers, my dears. Swing them out. Swing them out. You've been listening to The Swingdom. Remember, we're just two guys. 28 clubs, zero parts given. It's not working anymore. It's fine. All right. That was a good show. Yeah.